Far Out Dudes. It's another weekend, and we're going to have another Far Out Conversation. I guess one of the first Far Out Conversations I want to have as one of your hosts, Paul, along with Joseph and Jacob, is... Hi, I'm Joseph. Hi, I'm Jacob. And the first one of the first conversations I want to yeah. have is our new shirts that we Ooh. got. I think last week we were talking about how Joseph... Joseph was wanting to give away one of our shirts. Yeah. And I we also haven't gotten one yet. Just so that uh, while we were talking about it, you're like, oh, custom shirts. I wish we would have got custom shirts. That previous Thursday, I ordered these. Like during so, the week, I was making up the. <laughs> so you had already planned on ordering them yes. before I said it. Yes. Oh. That following week, that, that whole week, I was making the design up, and then that Thursday, I placed the order. This this part of it right here looks like a big Thundercat thing that's going. Ah. Yeah, I put that just for you. Oh, thanks. And looks actually, like you splattered paint. There was a <laughs> there was a big splatter here, and it took out most of the U and D, so I had to just erase most of that, so you can see it said "Far Out Dudes." Pretty cool, pretty cool. I like our new gear. Uh, Joseph and Jacob are going to be our making new merch. a. Yeah, they're going to be making a site. To sell our merch and our swag out there to all you listeners, That's I know there's million of you guys out there. Can't wait to. to me. I know you just start purchasing. You already want to buy our shirt. You don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> but we've got new merch and we're ready to sell it. We uh, it only takes a dollar for us to make, but we're gonna sell it to you guys for forty dollars a shirt. <laughs> And you pay for shipping. <laughs> and you pay 70, for shipping. Uh, it's $75 so, for so, hoodie. So in total, it's going to be about $50 to get to you. So we can't wait to get sell it to you guys. Or they could just give us the money straight away and donate it. <laughs> yeah, you can just donate the money, too. We're yeah. starting to GoFundMe to just give us money. <laughs> uh, somebody What's the reason? So we can go to uh, Marfa or... Uh, Marfa Lights. Uh, Crestone Mountain. Mountain. Crestone Mountain, yeah. 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 Give us your money so we can go enjoy things so you yes. can hear about how we're enjoying things. So we can be like the Instagram people and take pictures of all the things that you're not doing. You can live by curiosity through us. I was about to say, I find that very weird that people are like, hey, I'm in the mountain. I've got this nice view. I'm living amazing. Thanks for giving your money to me so I can live this. So it's I like, can show I you. Know. It's so cringe when people are like, we did this together, bro. Thank you all. Uh, we couldn't have done this without you. It's a team effort. I'm like, oh. I couldn't have made videos showing you how amazing this is I without hope, your money. I hope one day you can get here. <laughs> but keep donating to Yes. So I, I mean, I'm there. not going to give you any money, but <laughs> give me your money so I can continue to do this. This is a job for me. Here are the names of but the biggest... Uh, donators, thank you specifically. Yep. Everyone else, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But you know, I I have to commend them that they've actually made a job out of that because it does take quite a bit of work to do all that editing and all of that mm. other stuff, and then living a a great yeah. life. Yeah, mm. it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think of Mark like Mark Weens, like that dude does it all by himself. He doesn't really have like a whole team. Like he's is. just cashing in on all that. He's like, uh, who's Mark Weens? Mark Weens, he uh, he makes videos on eating food. Oh, the guy with that kind of looks weird. He's like, he's got the giant head. He's like Thai guys. He's Thai giant head, big eyes. I don't, I don't know the food range. But he always goes like, no, and he always goes. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy with the bandana. No, that's Sunny. Oh, yeah, that's Sonny. He knows him by his first name. I do. Uh, well, Mark Weens actually, he's a, but that dude makes probably buku amount of money, and he travels all over the world, and he does all his editing and videos by himself, like him and his wife. Yeah. 
I doubt he it makes that much money if he does all the editing and stuff by himself. But um, I would think that he makes a lot of money because you know he does all the editing and everything by himself. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, you it, does, it makes sense because people will watch and get millions and millions of views on mukbangs, which is just videos of people eating a tremendous amount of food, like this whole table full of food, and they'll just sit there and eat it. And it's like, yeah, and people would just sit there and watch them eat <laughs> all mm, this crazy. food. We should uh, we should actually start video uh, recording ours so that way we can show videos. Did y'all see the video of? Uh, yes, yeah, so you can see how tight Jacob's shirt is. Right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> freaking Brad Pitt from. Uh, so you can see how cut my abs are. <laughs> yeah, looking like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Freaking yeah. cheese grater over um, here. No, what I was gonna say, the record it because so we can show the video. Everybody's gonna get begin boner looking at me. <laughs> okay. okay. Can I finish what men. I was gonna say, guys? <laughs> Not like we can record ourselves <laughs> so we can show the videos uh-huh. of different uh, far out things like uh-huh. uh, like a recent video. If you all hadn't seen this, like on the news, oh, I forgot what what state this was, but on a local news channel, they actually on their weather cam, they actually caught like a shadow of a uh, UFO shaped object that moves uh, slowly out of frame. Swamp gas. Swamp gas. What? No. <laughs> Had y'all seen that? I don't know, but I keep hearing Jacob's adjustment of his microphone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we, what, so what it. is our topic for today? Well, you have that again. I thought. Well, you thank you for introducing me what my topic is. Uh, today well, we're going to continue with part two. This is part three. It's part two. The Secret Societies? No, we're doing uh, Memory Holes. No, yeah, Memory oh, okay. Holes. Yeah, we're going to continue CFR. I like that. It was, there was a lot of interesting information from our lot last mm. podcast that I didn't know about. Mm? Yeah. You know? Mm. So I kind of like these whole things where we're finding out a lot of new Memory information. Hole. H O L E, right? Yeah, not hose. Like you're not holding, not memory hold. It's memory hole or hose. Okay, so um, you didn't confirm my. I want to get started. the The first memory hole is a series of clips. It's not really a memory hole, but um, well, we're it doesn't belong in this particular. I'm going to start so. off, and I'm going to read a transcript, or I'm going to play the video and read what. Oh, I got a question. Real uh, quick. A little world leader named Muammar Gaddafi. I have oh. said at the UN. I you know, he used to have all those rants. Go yeah, ahead, Joseph. I have a question, real quick, for you, and it is legitimate to this. Why don't you read? Uh, quotes anymore. Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna start off I my like podcast how we always do with the <laughs> quote. <laughs> well, I want to start off with a nice quote okay. from our boy, little little known figure, Muammar Gaddafi. He's typing it up, and <laughs> and um in history, a little known guy named as Socrates. Mm. And I want to start off a quote. The only true wisdom is in knowing that you know nothing. Mm. I have a little John quote. And he also said, <laughs> when you have a lot of stress <laughs> and negativity around you, when you cut that way, you cleanse. Okay. <laughs> and I also want to read two more quotes from him. <laughs> there is only one good knowledge and one evil, ignorance. So Don't be evil. Don't be ignorant about these things. And I want to read another one. Be kind. Oh, wow. Are you catching up for all the times that you didn't put quotes <laughs> in the other podcast? Be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Wow. 
All right, let's get yeah, to the actual. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's get ahead. started with Momar Gaddafi. What it, What about Momar Gaddafi? What's going on with him? Well, this is a. Uh, I'm gonna read a transcript from him talking at the United Nations. You know, he was famous for. All the rants he would go on. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with this. His one. non-official filibusters. Yeah. His, uh, you know, he was a crazy genocidal maniac guy who killed his own people. Well, that's not what I read. <laughs> that's not what I read. There goes all. a memory hole there. It wasn't technically him. It was other people that did it. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's other people he hired, but, you know, whatever. He says, <clears throat> and this was back in 2009. And in the video, there's also a COVID-19 warning at CDC. Okay. Uh, this video is from 2009, folks. So in 2009, they had a CDC warning for COVID? No, um, <laughs> on this YouTube video. So it's oh. this, this was it's two a clip y- from this 2009. This was two years oh. before he died or got assassinated. Uh, I'm not sure when he got assassinated. 2011. He said, I, will, I believe there will be many viruses in the future. Companies are working hard to create them, especially private intelligence agencies. It's obvious that it's a business because the vaccinations are so expensive. They create a virus that they spread around the world so that capitalistic companies can make massive profits. If the virus is so threatening to the existence of mankind, shouldn't the vaccine be free? And available to everyone? We shouldn't have to pay for vaccinations. They should be free. If the vaccines are free, you will see that many of these unknown viruses will stop appearing and spreading. If the vaccines are free, I I got to cut that. I have to say that that's actually a pretty... Uh, I, I, I'm down with the Momar Gaddafi quote on that one. Even if there is a real virus that is threatening mankind... The whole world should co- cooperate to evolve slash create a vaccine that will be free of charge. Mm-hmm. And that's his point. If and it's mankind threatening the way they you claim know, it is. most people got the COVID nineteen vaccine for free if they wanted it, mm-hmm. and, and the, the United States. Yeah. Well, and the United States donated a lot to other countries. Not really. Yeah. The United States actually purchased enough vaccines for every single person in the United States. And, well, you know that half of America didn't want to get the vaccine, so those were being donated because there weren't enough people taking the vaccine. They don't want them. We'll give them someone who's going to use them. Yeah, basically. And that's basically what happened. We've sent over lots of vaccines over because people didn't want to take the vaccine. Do you know what, Bill? I'm sure that, but however, I'm sure their country actually purchased them from us, even though we're saying we donated them. Yeah. yeah, there's guy, there's money exchange somewhere. Yeah. Uh, do you know what Bill Gates's foundation is called? The Bill Gates Foundation. COVID relief. <laughs> COVID creating. You don't know what his foundation, foundation is called? No. We we started COVID foundation. No, the Bill. Most people know about his foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, that's what I said, and you looked at me like I was You dumb. said Bill Gates Foundation. Okay, so Bill I and Melinda. Okay, so I didn't say Melinda. Wow, so far off. Wow. <laughs> In 1998, Dr. Zabin became the founding director of the Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the original name was. <laughs> for Population Control. The Bill and Bill Melinda, Melinda Gates, Gates Population Control. Let me play that back again. And he's the guy that's telling everybody that Bill they need Ga- a... Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population oh, yeah. Control. And they came away 
Are you sure that the, the volume is up? Like no, are you sure that's on? It's on. I think it's you on. need to turn it up to where we can hear it louder, like it's more sensitive. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. But it, they can hear it on the podcast. No, you, beca- you've you been using your mic before. <sighs> Here, look, I'm going to show you real okay. fast. We're going to play it one more time, folks. Hold on. It's my privilege there. to introduce to you a scholar, catalyst, conscience, activist, Wait, you didn't play the part where they oh, th- yeah. the original name <laughs> for Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was Bill and Melinda. I would have to say that if uh, they that that more than likely was the name, but they definitely are doing exactly what they set out to do: population control. Because the world's population is not multiplying as much as it w- it was before. Yeah. And I want to play another clip. It's a Bill Gates clip. Bill Gates is... Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is briefing the CIA. And the only video I could find of this was this lady talking over the video. So she's going to interject a few times. So I'll try to skip over it if I can. Okay. But uh, this is Bill Gates briefing the CIA. So this is a video... Oh, let me see. Brief 13th of two. Excuse me. On the over here, we have individuals who are religious fun, fundamentalists, religious fanatics. And this is the expression of RT-PCR, real-time PCR uh, expression of the BMAT2 gene. Over here, we have individuals. So, so, so let, let me complete. So over here, we have uh, individuals who are not particularly... Uh, fundamentalist, not particularly religious, and you can see there's a, a much reduced uh, expression of, of this particular gene, the, the BMAT2 uh, gene. Uh, another evidence that, that supports our, our hypothesis for the development of, of, of this uh, approach. Okay, so I played that video just so you can hear his voice, but I'll go ahead and elaborate. So he's showing them a slide of an expression of a gene that they found that correlates to people that are very religious and another and people who don't have a lot of the gene are not very religious. And so what they were hypothesizing is to change people's genes in the middle East because they had back then they had like a, well, I'm sure they still do have like a lot of religious fanatics. Mm -hmm. And so their idea in the CIA and Bill Gates was the one telling them about it is changing people's genes so that way they would become less religious fanatics. Like, uh, you think, well, and most of the time when you look at the Middle East, you don't see them wearing jeans much. So how would they get them to change? It's more like big old, what are they called? Oh, they would make them wear jeans. Yeah, that's like not either you see them wearing on the regular. Well, well, I, but when, you think that they would, do you think they would, do you think that they would want to, you think that they would want to change their DNA makeup? Uh, I don't think they would want to change it. I think they'd force them or trick them into taking vaccines. Yeah. Let's let's hear what more mm. what Bill has to say. That by vaccinating them against this, we'll eliminate this behavior. And that by vaccinating them against this, 
will eliminate this behavior. Wow. These are fanatical people uh, that they have overexpression of the BMAT2 gene and that by vaccinating them against this will eliminate this behavior. Wow, so he basically <laughs> was wanting to come up with a vaccine that would eliminate that gene in them to stop them from being religious and being religious fanatics who may become terrorists in his eyes. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, when was this again? Uh, this was in 2005. Wow. So after 9-11. Yes. So who who found, where was this video at? Uh, it's like a, I don't know. That's crazy. I wonder how many people know this. How don't, many people don't give those sources away and have the video taken down? Well, and how many people actually knew that Bill and Melinda Gates Institute was previously known as Population Control? I'm the gonna Institute for I'm, Population. You want me to control. blow your mind of something else? I want you to blow me for sure. Blow both of us. At what the same is time. Charles Darwin's Charles Darwin's book called? Um, the Book of Evolution. Do you remember? Like, go ahead and look it up. What okay. the, uh, well, it, the well, I guess one of the things spell. that I'm thinking of with the population control is also the the stones. What are they called again? Uh, Georgia Guidestones? Yeah, the they Georgia Guidestones. You know they got exploded, The right? origin yeah, of species? Yeah. No, what's the full title of the origin of the species? Population control, origin, species? <laughs> no. no. The origin of species and population control with Bill and Melinda Gates. <laughs> oh, my Institute God. Foundation. Oh, Back wow. in the 1800s. No, what's the full title of the origin it's, of species? Uh, the origin of species by means of natural selection or the pre preservation preservation of favored races in the struggle for life. Preservation of the favored, favored races. <laughs> yeah. People don't say the rest of it. <laughs> So it's, let me say it again so I don't stumble over my words. Yep. It's the origin of species by means of natural selection or the preservation of favored races in the struggle for life. Wow. It's funny that they leave those kinds of things out, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not give the full title. The preservation of favored races. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, and that's the thing that a lot in of people leave out. The struggle for life. No wonder there's so many people that are like very, they advocate against what Bill Gates is doing because they know all of these things that the general public doesn't particularly have this kind of information to know that his institute was first known as the Population Control Institute <laughs> or that he's thought of making genes to remove people's religious genes off of, uh, to, to alter people's DNA to remove uh, a certain, uh, um, Gene, gene that would vaccinate people vaccinate by the vaccinating gene. them and to get rid um, of that gene. which it's it's funny that because one of the things that most of the people complained about are their their uh far out theories or um conspiracy theory was that these pr like vaccines were altering people's dna and it's like this guy literally talked about altering people's <laughs> dna now, would <laughs> would you think that all these crazy things that are coming out of these countries, like in the Middle East and Northern Africa and whatnot, that where these getting these vaccines, they've got these crazy diseases, a resurgence in these diseases has something to do with these vaccines that they're manipulating people's DNA with? Yeah. Like, they're all man-made created. And then they test it on some Africans, and then the Africans, it gets out. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, while we're still on the topic of Bill Gates, did y'all know that he wanted to shoot a giant ball of dust in the sky? 
to reflect the sun's rays to stop climate change. Do you know he reminds me of um, what's his name from The Simpsons, Mr. Burns, who always did some some kind Wanna of crazy block thing. Out the sun. You never remember he, he blocked, blocked out, out the sun, <laughs> so he can have more energy for pulling from his uh, yeah nuclear power plant. Yeah, because it'd be nighttime the whole time. People use more electricity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, what the heck? I yeah. think that was the whole concept behind it, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But he basically blocked out the sun mm-hmm. and like created yeah. like this big shadow. Over <laughs> and you know how I, this is my own conspiracy theory. But you know how he's buying up all the farmland? Mm-hmm. Like there's like, oh, look how much farmland Bill Gates is buying. They're like, why is Bill Gates buying all this farmland? Well, the new thing that they're trying to push is bug eating. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say earlier, but I forgot. Um, but yeah, he basically wants everybody to eat more bugs. sustainable. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing. <laughs> and there, it's gonna be like bug farms. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was like, he's buying all the land, so that way nobody could buy land, and then they'd have to eat the bugs, and they, they wouldn't be able to buy land to raise their own yeah. meat. So you know that uh, I actually watched a video of a, a girl. the The cost of beef right now is going well. There's a lot of uh, cattle raisers that are out there auctioning off a lot of their cattle because of the drought and everything like that that's going on. And she actually showed. Uh, here in Texas that there was an auction and the line stretched like two miles long of people waiting to auction off their cattles. And, uh, and these cattles are basically, they're basically selling them before they die off because they're getting, they're get becoming malnourished, not I wish I would known dehydrated. about that. I would have gone and bought a cow. Yeah. And so actually I think I sent y'all the video via text. I didn't check it. Did you? Do you remember that video I sent? Did I anybody don't watch know. it? Okay, so I sent y'all an actual video about because it's a it's a girl on YouTube that actually shows how to raise cattle, uh-huh. but she was showing how like the whole cattle industry has been going like really down because there's just been droughts and there's no food and 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 they're they're pushing all this stuff about how bad cattle is and everything like that, which we discussed in previous podcasts that that's just been a big whole lie anyway, right? Like. um um, that cows produce a lot of what, what'd you say? Methane. Methane or whatever. Yeah. But in, is it Sweden or Netherlands? Like they are literally taxing the f- beef farmers. Oh yeah. It's in the Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands. Yeah. Where they're, they're taxing them. They're out. trying to push them out. Yeah. Basically they're trying to make Netherlands into like a giant city instead of having like farmland. Yeah. And they've been protesting and fighting them. Mm-hmm. They they have been doing it for like people are thinking that this has just happened, but one of the guys that that I watched, he says this has been going on for like fifty years. Where they've yeah. been trying to do that, they're slowly trying to push them out, price them out, buy their land, yeah, tax them so much where they can't do anything. Like everything that involves uh, cattle ranching, they raise taxes on, mm. like yeah. the food, the land. The equipment, everything that involves like raising cattle has uh, all the taxes on that has gone up com- like dramatically. My thing, too, about Bill Gates is they want to make sure people don't have like too much control of a certain company or industry or something, but they can just go buy up 
thousands or millions of acres of land exactly without any kind of repercussion or anything like that it's like i don't want these people to do something wrong but i'm going to do it it may look wrong to you but since it looks right to me i'm gonna do it but you can't do it yeah you know yeah it's it's like the dumbest thing Mm -hmm. rules for thee but not for me and speaking of food here's another memory hole Ten companies own like most of the processed food. Yeah. So like yeah. Mars owns like all the chocolate. Who's the big uh like meat one? The I'm not sure. I think it's Tyson. Yeah, it's probably Tyson. Well, Tyson has most of the chicken. Yeah, Tyson chicken. Yeah. No, it's you know that's why they call it a chicken because it's a bunch of. Uh, it's. Uh, but yeah, like PepsiCo, they own Quaker. Cargill. Cargill Meat Solutions. Who do yeah. they have under them then? Uh let's see here. Who's like uh I guess what is their main beef product or chicken product company? Because right? Because they're just a conglomerate and yeah. they have multiple businesses under yeah. them. Let me say some of so Nestle owns all the Wonka products, crunch bars. Uh, Nest Cafe, uh, and there's a lot of Gerber, DiGiorno Pizza, Stouffer's. Uh, I think that's Tombstone. Um, they also own Nesty. Um, what's uh, PepsiCo owns Tostitos, all the chips, all the sodas and drinks. Uh, Gatorade, Tropicana, Pepsi, Seven Up. Sierra Mist, Ocean Spray, uh, um, let's see, General Mills has all the cereals, Kicks, Green Giant, uh, Betty Crocker, I can't see the other ones, this, this is a very low fidelity image, uh, Mondelez, have you ever heard of Mondelez, they own all the Nabisco, uh, Oreos, you don't have to name the rest mm-hmm. of them anymore, but uh, that well, yeah. I was just waiting for Joseph to finish. <laughs> I'm trying to well, you have find it. You have a lot of companies that have that own multiple, you know, companies underneath, right? Because it's the the reason why a lot of companies do that is because if this particular brand goes bad, they still it it's not connected to all the other brands, you know. Yeah. Uh, kind of like P and G that they have like Tide products and other products and then all this other stuff. So you keep. You have one main company that owns the other companies, but if something goes bad or somebody gets sued, then you can easily close that company down and start and keep the other ones running and then make another product out of whatever that was. And, you know, well, also they started as, let's say, General Mills, but then they bought a bunch of smaller businesses out and just added them to their um, thing. Justin, were you able to find the meat thing? Um, Having trouble. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about mass shootings. So let's move from food and Bill Gates to talk about mass shooters. Okay, well, I, are, are we done with Bill and Melinda Gates? Because I, I, I yeah, just think that's good. Ahead. Can you give a quick, uh, just another rundown of that? Because I think it would be in very interesting for the listeners to understand why is this such a far out, interesting situation with the Bill and Melinda Gates. Sure, like, I, can give, I can give a brief rundown. So basically, like, and, and, and explain why this is such a, just a far out conversation. Why is it a far out? Because a lot of people don't know that the Bill and Gates Foundation 
or I'm not sure if it's exactly the Bill and Gates Foundation, but Bill and Melinda Gates had a foundation for population control. And Bill also was trying to manipulate people's DNA so that way they would become less religious. So, what, like, uh, I guess uh, conclusions we can draw from this is that they're trying to think of ways to uh, genetic. What's the word? Genetically modify. Um, what's it called? Eugenics. Eugenics. Mm-hmm. Trying to like uh, do eugenics to remove traits that people don't like from uh, that yeah. they don't like in the population. Yeah. So they're trying to do that through vaccines, which would modify people's DNA. And how would they, how would they implement, implement, how would they get to the point where they'd be able to implement a vaccine onto a particular population? How would they, they would just, um, it's kind of like the NGOs where they go in, they're like, hey, you have smallpox here or what are some other disease that doesn't exist anymore because we vaccinated them away. Either they say they have it or they would create one. Maybe a virus and say, oh, hey, yeah, like you Gaddafi. need it. Yeah. yeah. Like Gaddafi said, exactly, yeah. right? I'm trying to connect everything you've said together. Well, good. You're making those connections. Um, yeah, so they'll probably just invent a disease. Then they'll come in with their vaccines that also, they cures the disease maybe, and it also uh, modifies their DNA to take away the traits that they don't like. Interesting. Tell me, listeners, does that not just blow your mind just to hear all of that interesting facts together? Like, it started off with Muammar Gaddafi and what he said that uh, people like Bill Gates are are planning. It comes to fruition. I mean, and, and literally Bill Gates admits to wanting to create a vaccine that he would give to other people to uh, alter their DNA. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That is mind-blowing. And yep. this isn't... This isn't just us with conspiracy theories. This is literal. We've we we actually we have the receipts. We had we actually let you listen to these videos. It is up to you guys to think about that and just how much that's just mind blowing to you. Guys. That's why I like that's the far videos. out. Conver- that's far out. That's why I like the videos. But I like the fact that you're actually talking about it too, and not just letting us just showing the videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, but so I like we want the we want them to connect it together. I like showing the videos because it shows that I'm not just making stuff up. I mean, like Bill Gates said this. Yeah. Like I have an actual video of him talking to the CIA. Yeah, but what saying I'm we're gonna genetically modify people. Yeah, which I think is through good. vaccines. I think it's good. I like the video, but what I'm saying, like previously, you were like playing the whole video for our entire podcast. That's <laughs> different. okay, okay, okay. Uh, to circle back around real quick, uh, the largest meat company and whatnot is JBS Foods, mm-hmm. and they're an international. So it's not Carsgill. No, they're the biggest in the United States, mm. but this is like an international huge conglomerate. But they own 107 brands. And what brands do they own? And do they have you know the most. Uh, <laughs> they own Jimmy Dean. No, but I want to say the most recognized one, especially for us, like here in Texas, is Certified Angus Beef Brand. Wait, that's an really? actual brand? I thought yeah. that was just like something they like it's put not on there. Like to not like. Oh, like it's a certified of, Angus. Yeah. No, no it's that's a, it's an actual brand. brand. It's a brand, yeah. <laughs> what? Since 1978. Oh, wow. I thought that was like a government type thing where they... Like FDA approved yeah. or... <laughs> like <inspected>. certified <laughs> Angus no. beef. No. I'm going to start a class That's action. just who they bought the beef from. 
Wow. Okay. I'm going to start a class action and be like, I thought this was a, a certification, not a yeah a brand. <laughs> You're <laughs> intentionally misleading people. But I guess, know. but it actually says brand in the name, though. It Maybe does. We probably weren't it paying does, attention. It does, but... If people don't see brand, they just see yeah certified, certified Angus, Angus, and then you got a little brand there Your at the beef bottom. Was not certified. Imagine Angus. if it's I just beef that imagine they processed. if I made a shoe company called Certified Nike. Yeah, and I kind of made like a scuffed Nike logo. Certified Nike well, brand. Nike is the name of the company, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does. It's a completely different name. I'm not Nike. I'm Certified Nike. <laughs> What's well, like the uh, what is that polo? The polos association yeah. thing. Oh, it's uh, not really a polo, polo association. Yeah. Blue ribbon beef. And literally, it's the only difference one. is there's two guys on the Great horse Southern. instead of one. Do they own all of Blue Ribbon? Like uh, even the, the Brit beer and things like that? No, no, just the beef. But yeah, there's 107 brands that they own like across the world. Yeah, globally. Shh. And the whole time, and another mind blowing thing: certified Angus beef. If you see that at your beef at the and you know uh, how the grocery store, it is not like. Oh, how would they certified? Um, it's just the name of the brand. Yeah, that's just one of like only four that have control of like pretty much everything, everything. That you buy. Yeah, and people are like, "Well, not every company is going to get together and change the things," but they don't realize that they're owned by one company. All yeah, these yeah. one huge conglomerate. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And all that's they have like, to do is say, "Well, no, Hershey's is owned by Mars, okay, but Mars is owned by this company who also owns." The rival Skittles, like it's all <laughs> one company to where, hey, we need to sell more Skittles. Let's, uh, well, you can f- edit the recipe on the Snickers to where people buy less Snickers but more yeah. Skittles, and they just. But you can find that on a lot of packaging, like you, it'll show you which company it's made by. So, like if you look that, at a Snicker bar, or anything company, like that, you'll see, but that. not the co- huge conglomerate that owns all of the other companies. No, it usually shows like uh, P and G is the conglomerate, mm-hmm. right? But P&G owns a lot of, like, uh, detergent brands, a lot of mm-hmm. toothpaste brands and things like that. But I think what Joseph is saying... But P&G isn't owned by somebody else. You know does, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Does Cheez-It say Kellogg's on it? Yeah. Pringles say Kellogg's? Uh, actually, I think they we may, have some Cheez-Its They may say, in, like, uh, in, Kellogg's uh, brand. I think we actually have some Cheez-Its in our studio pantry. Let me go get it real quick. Um, what about that Elf product? Does that one say... Oh, it does? Okay. <laughs> Does Quaker say PepsiCo on it? I don't know. But um, let me get. Well, I guess we can wait for him. Yeah, we're gonna have to. But yeah, so it's just a lot of crazy things that are happening, and he's running up the stairs right now, and I'm sure it says Nabisco on it. What does it say? Does it say Kellogg's? Is it a, a Kellogg's company? Something in my fingers that is. Oh, well, you, well, usually you, when you have your finger somewhere, that's where you're pointing. Well, I to. was holding the box in a certain way. Well, so you, you were can holding read it. it very weird, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, family Kellogg's join the family of Kellogg's Rewards. It says Kellogg's Rewards. It doesn't say made by Kellogg's or a Kellogg's. It brand. says it on the box right here. It says distributed by Kellogg's Sales Company. It does say that. Okay, case closed. Boom for this one. That's a, but that's yes. a, but most most in America, most of the companies have things like that on it to show you like who is the parent company of whatever brand it is, right? 
Yeah. So Cheez-Its is a company that makes the Cheez-Its. Well, Cheez-Its is the brand but the parent, name. But the parent company is but Kellogg's. But who produces it is Kellogg's. Yeah. That's just the name of the snack. Do you know There's Mars not a company Uncle called Cheez-It. <laughs> but there's a there's a de- basically a department. A well, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, uh, the part of the Kellogg's. Like when you look at thing. Tide, you don't go... Oh, that's, that's just a name that's brand, but that's a Tide. That's Tide is the company. You basically. know, there's a difference. You know, there. Nestle but owns the California Pizza. What? I did not know that. Who? No. There's this pizza, frozen pizza. I think it's a restaurant too. California it is a. Pizza. It is a restaurant. They actually, it was a restaurant before they made frozen. The pizza. chicken barbecue. Is well, really good. I think it. California Pizza Chicken. <laughs> the barbecue chicken. It's really good. I get it frozen. It's thin crust. Uh, they it's can too keep expensive making it for me. They can keep making it. Well, I don't get it all the time. I buy it yeah. uh, like once in a while for like a weekend. Okay, like fancy when you're fancy pants. Every other time I get yeah. the two dollars. They part the rights <laughs> to sell the the frozen pizza in 2010. Mm. Three point seven billion dollar deal. You yeah, know that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know that yeah. Chuck E. Cheese now makes pizza, frozen pizza. You I can saw buy? that. I was like, <laughs> what on <Yeah>. earth? <laughs> you should know what you look like. You look like that. Uh, that app where people put it on it and everybody's <laughs> like this. Like there's an app for like uh-huh. the, uh, what do you call the apps when they do that? Face just filter. Uh, filters. Yeah. It's a filter yeah. where uh, your face, like it just looks like <laughs> sad face. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't realize people love Chuck E. Cheese pizza so much. that Appar- they were <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Apparently prob- they do. Well, it's probably just a like a, mar- just a marketing tactic for their children. Yeah. And like it's, it's probably cheap pieces just like the Tino's yeah. to where it's. Oh, oh, kids! You know, this is a unplanned, lot of money. In this kids. is an unplanned memory hole, but there was a conspiracy that Chuck E. Cheese would give you old pizza. Like they would, people would leave pizza, and they would get the pizza and then form the old pizzas into a new pizza and put extra cheese on it, so it looks like it's a new yes. pizza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason people thought this was because it was uneven. Like the pizza, the pieces didn't match up with each other. Oh yeah. Oh, so when they like if they were to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but think they'd uh, had just have a slicer to where they just cut it and they wouldn't have to worry about that? I think that they do have things like that. I think well, actually, like that, but <laughs> it's one of those saw like. <laughs> but if you if you look at like uh, when you go to like Little Caesars or uh, some of them don't even have like a big cut like they have a little cutting thing, but they always cut it uneven too, and or mm. like a little like a little pizza cutter thing. But what I'm saying is it doesn't match, like. It doesn't form a round pizza. They're like overlapping, or just uneven. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> not. It's not. It's that not that they're cutting weird slices. Is that it doesn't match. when you put the pizza pieces together? It's not a round pizza. It's just like it's you'll like have a, a gap in between pieces <laughs> or something to where they got different pieces. But of pizza that is just a together. conspiracy. No, nobody's ever confirmed it. Well. Not even the workers. You would anyways. think like some. Yeah, none of the workers came. You would think one of the workers would be like, "Yeah, we used to do that." I don't we know why they sound money. like that, but yeah, we did that over there, over here, now there. Oh boy. yeah, you know over there where they get old. It must have happened in Louisiana, you know. <laughs> sure, I saw uh, a documentary. This uh, Canadian investigator, I don't know how it popped up my YouTube page, but it was like the first one I watched was like farmers markets, how they go get groceries from mm-hmm. regular grocery stores and then repackage Just it, market up. Yeah, and then the second one was uh, like meats and stuff. Which I think everyone kind of already knew uh, what they, you know, how they package them and make them look better. Like, they'll put some kind of uh, disinfectant on 
Yeah, to make it red instead of brown. Uh, on chicken breast to where it doesn't look so gross. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it look fresh. And then one of the guys was like, yeah, I worked at the, uh, he was like an intern or something there. He's like, yeah, I worked at the the meat department at a grocery store. We would get a blood and a little bit of dye and the meat that was turning brown. We just soak it in it to where it looks like blood and then repackage it and put it out there to, to oh, sell disgusting. again. You know, they, uh, I actually heard that Hooters wings, when their wings would go bad, they just put it in chlorine and they would put it in a bucket and clean it. They actually got caught doing that. To kill off <laughs> what? Yeah, when the when the wings would be uh like when they would defrost them and they would be left and they would turn bad, they would put it in chlorine water and chlorine and 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 clean the wings. Oh, off. the raw chicken, the raw chicken, okay. and then batter and fry it. So if you ever taste wings and they taste like weird and the chlorine taste, then it's mm-hmm. probably because they were bad w- chicken wings and then they that's how they disinfected them. Oh God. That's just insane. I don't think that was. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that actually happened. Yeah, go ahead and look that up before we start. You know, Mazzola oil is owned by Associated British Foods. I didn't even know that. Mm-mm. It's a British food. It's crazy. You just do a little bit of digging into things because people are just so used to surface level stuff. You just do a little bit of digging into things, and it just opens <laughs> up a whole rabbit hole of different <laughs> stuff that. You just get freaking sucked into. Yeah, they, we're, what we're doing here is just, uh, we're just at the tip of the rabbit hole. Tip of the iceberg. Tip of the you, rabbit we're hole. Li- <laughs> we're literally, most of you guys only like uh, playing just the tip. We're giving you almost, uh, we're giving you about halfway in. We're about to shove these the things. whole thing in. We're, no, we're just giving them the tip. Because no, we're they, not going deep. No, they have the tip. We're just going in a little bit more. Oh, they have the tip because they found us. It's up to you to go even deeper. Yeah, you got. Mm-hmm. If you want to get balls deep, you that's better. Up to you. That's on your own. You yeah. just uh, you grab it and you go. See, the tip is knowing that Bill and Melinda Gates have a foundation. We're giving them a little bit more of it. We're adding yeah. a few more inches into it to let them know that uh, Where the that there's a from? there's a little more. <laughs> We're digging deep. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, digging. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, it. they're just got getting it. the tip of the surface. We're giving yeah. them a little few more inches in You're it. Getting just a few inches to where if they want to keep going, we're 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 not going to use inches because some of us don't have a lot of inches. We're going to use centimeters. Okay. We're gonna <laughs> you want to use millimeters instead? Some of <laughs> yeah, us millimeters don't. Even better. Wait. Some of us don't have inches. What does that have to do with how deep you dig into yeah. the subject? <laughs> I don't, have I don't, to, I don't understand why do you have that. Why uh, deeper into the joke? I don't understand how that. About uh, we, uh, how about we just move what, on? To what did you say? A connection? What did you say the word was for that connection? Uh, a nexus? I don't understand that nexus. Uh, so I said a lot of us don't have so many inches to go deep with. <laughs> so let's use centimeters. Because <laughs> we can say we gave them five centimeters. Now let's give them another five centimeters. Oh, it's nexus, not a nexus. Or is that what you're well, saying? Actually, five a centimeters nexus. is an inch, huh? Were you nexus. saying? Okay. I thought oh, no. you were saying a nexus. Five centimeters is, I don't know, that's pretty big. But it, yeah, I think nexus. I did say a nexus. Yeah, it's I just nexus. Because I was like, I've, I've heard of nexus, but not All right, let's nexus. get into our next memory Oh, uh, let's go into our nexus. So can hole. you look up Martin Bryant? Well, I think it is a nexus. No, it's not. I just Ma- looked it up. Can we drop the nexus and focus on the podcast? Martin Bryant? Martin Bryant, what what um, mass shooting did he commit? 
Martin John Bryan is a convicted Australian mass shooter who murdered 35 people and injured 23 others in Port Arthur Massacre, one of the world's deadliest shooting sprees in Port Arthur, Tasmania, between 28 and 29 April 1996. Okay, and here are some memory hold facts. What? A nexus. Okay, let's drop the whole nexus thing. Let's focus. Okay, up. sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so here's some memory hold facts. Facts that got memory hold. Can you please put the laptop down? Joseph was showing the laptop about PJ about definition of something that doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, and here's some memory hold facts about Martin Bryant. Uh huh. He had a 62 IQ. Mm-hmm. He had no military or police training. Mm-hmm. Kills 19 people with precise headshots under a minute with his non-dominant hand. How many people? 19 people. He got 19 headshots. He kills 19 people. 19 headshots. 19 headshots in less than a minute. With his non-dominant hand. And where do you think he was shooting from? If they say a hundred meters, I'm gonna a uh, building across no, no, the street. No. Where on the part of his body was the gun? Uh, his waist. He was shooting from the hip. <laughs> he was shooting from the hip, and he hit nineteen people square in the head. From how far away? I'm not sure. And it goes on to say, as people run away, he apparently hits long range headshots, killing more. It, what is he, John Wick? I don't know. It's the <laughs> highest death to that. injury rate. Ratio of any modern shooting when he was caught, he was literally on fire and said, Don't shoot, I'm a hostage. The recovered gun parts, most were intentionally destroyed, revealed the assault rifle belonged to the feds, the Australian feds, because uh, this is what happened in Australia. Mm-hmm. None of the survivors identified Martin as the shooter. What was his name again? Uh, Martin, Martin Bryant. Bryant. No trial, pled innocent until after he was forced into five months of solitary confinement. Literally dozen more anomalies associated with the case. So, wait, I think I remember hearing about this guy, but no one realized that he shot 19 people in the head in less than a minute. Those were his first shooting, first people? Like, because if he's just spraying, right, and he's just shooting... He could, if he killed about 30 to 40 people, he could have randomly hit at least 19. Half of the shots? In the head. Uh, Yeah, maybe. He also had a 62 IQ, so that goes with the theory that they just get people who are low IQ, like special needs. Well, it's like the Uvalde guy. This guy who is not very smart, doesn't have a lot of money, gets like two rifles, all of these, all of this ammo, all of this other stuff for guns, no one notices this or says anything. Well, and the goes, crazy thing about the, the shooting, the crazy thing about the Uvalde thing, is that the cops were chasing him before he even went into the school. So the cops were already there, and they stopped to ask to get permission to go into the school. When a guy with a gun ran in there, I want to stick. I want to go back to the Martin <laughs> Bryan guy because that's okay. where we're focused on. But that mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting too. But that, that guy. I I hold. think that's just. It, it, did they have these details when they were? Uh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, because hitting 19 people right off the bat in the head. 
I mean, where where in the head did they get shot? You know, he could have been like, because uh, if he says, if he has it at his waist and he's aiming up, I guess he could randomly hit people in the head. It like not necessarily like, but if he hit him like good enough to kill them, then I mean, there's something strange going on with that. Yeah, but if he was randomly shooting into a crowd at his waist, that means he's aiming upward, right? Mm-hmm. So he could have just randomly hit 19 people. Well, also none of the survivors identified him as the shooter. And even the injured did you, people. Did you hear the part where I said that the recovered gun parts of the gun that he were that from he the allegedly feds? used were from the feds? They belong to the feds. No, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he only ca- he was he was claiming his innocence until they stuck him in a cell. Uh, solitary confinement yeah. for five months. Well, it still reminds me of, uh, like, the, uh, you know, the people that were trying to kidnap uh, the Whitmore, the governor oh. of, like, Michigan or whatever. So there's these two guys, again, similar to the the, the situation in Boston, where most of them were feds, uh-huh. right? These guys who helped kidnap Whitmore, out of all of them, they were federal agents, there was only two or three of them that weren't. And they kept saying, no, no, we need to kidnap. And so basically they're on trial right now saying they were, uh, it was entrapment because it was none of their ideas. It was the other guy's ideas and they convinced them to do it. It's again, two different scenarios in two different states with the feds trying to uh, create this narrative that there are people out there trying to attack these militant uh, groups trying to attack when both of them in both different states, uh, the majority of the members were fed federal agents <laughs> that entrapped basically two or three <laughs> unlikely unknowing people to join them into doing these things. So imagine you go into a store and you join a group of men. You're the only non federal agent in it but you're getting basically going to jail for what they came up with (laughs) hey guys you got a cool club can i join (laughs) yeah oh yeah sure yeah we're just gonna go kidnap somebody uh i don't know if i want to do that no you're gonna have if you want to join you have to do it with us okay fine Uh, (laughs) hey this guy tried to kidnap somebody we're gonna go ahead and arrest him have you ever seen the spider-man meme about the feds no Had you did you know about the whole kidnapping thing for uh Governor Whitmer? No. Yeah, so the the guys right now, there's two guys right now that are on trial. And one of the guy actually one of the guys just recently got acquitted. Because it was proven that the FBI basically entrapped him into doing it. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can believe it. I'm trying to find the meme. Oh, here it is. Seen this meme with the Yeah. The <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. They're all pointing at each other and they're all FBI. And they're all FBI agents. Yeah. I yeah. mean they're literally I mean this is exactly what uh most of the American people 
say it's conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. but this is actually happening out there. How many people are actually aware of the fact that this man was basically convicted of trying to kidnap a governor of a state just to find out that the people who actually plotted it was the fe- were federal agents? <laughs> I think I remember hearing about this one story where <laughs> they were trying to take down this one thing and it turned out one of them was an FBI agent. One of them was an ATF agent. One of them was CIA. <laughs> one of them was uh, Department of Homeland Security. One of them was a uh, freaking, uh, what's the people that, Secret Service. Yeah. Like, they're all just a bunch of feds doing Go- all the bad stuff. Going after each other. Yeah. <laughs> just to make them seem legitimate. And then like they, like, they doing shut things. down the case because they found out everybody uh, <laughs> involved were, were, were feds. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's where our tax dollars are going to. Uh they, it's like it's like like we don't have enough crime, so they're making up their own and arresting people. Yeah, that's what the FBI does. They they stop a shooting, a mass shooting every uh every six weeks. Yeah. And it turns out some guy that was just like Except the ones that actually they could have stopped a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, we're ready to fly over to our next memory hole. Oh, wow. Is that a segue? Yeah. Wow. A flying segue. Here's a true story. We already had a UFO invasion in D.C. in 1952. I heard about that one. And here's uh, one of... I think we actually talked about this in one of our previous podcasts on how, like... uh, They scrambled some jets and whatnot. There was uh, uh, fighter jets that... There was some... um, UFOs that went over. No, that was a different time. They didn't have jets in the fifties. That been sixties, like seventies. We had 70s. jets in the fifties. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, we know. had jets for uh, anyway. Um, here, here's but, the uh, headline. Go ahead. But yeah, UFOs came over the uh, the White House and everything, and fighter jets kind of uh, rushed them out of the got got them out of there. Yeah. There was like a little fight. Here's the headline: Saucers over Washington D.C. Harry G. Barnes, senior air route traffic controller for the Civil Aeronautics Administration, said they were good. Was in charge of the National Airport, Washington, Washington D.C. Art Control Center on the night of July nineteenth, nineteen fifty-two. So, if you guys want to look it up, it's July nineteenth, nineteen fifty-two. I'm not looking it up. Briefly, he states in a newspaper article, our job is to constantly monitor the skies around the nation's capital with electric eye with the electric eye of radar. Shortly after midnight on that date, seven pips appeared suddenly on the control center's scope. Ed Nugent, Jim Copeland, and Jim Ritchie all experienced radar controllers, all experienced radar controllers, checked the observations. Mm-hmm. The airport control tower radar Operative operator verified the same sighting. They were over the restricted areas of Washington, including the White House and the Capitol. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So UFOs were over. So this is what I looked at, uh, looked up, and actually it comes out up on Wikipedia for 1952 Washington D.C. UFO incident. It says from Jul- from July 12th to 29th. 1952, a series of unidentified flying objects sighted sightings were reported in Washington, D.C., and later became known as the Washington, Washington Flap, the Washington National Airport sightings, or the invasion of Washington. The most publicized sightings took place on 
consecutive weekends, July 19th through the 20th and July 26th through the 27th, UFO historian Curtis Pebbles called the incident the climax of the 1952 flap. Never before or after did Project Blue Book and the Air Force undergo such a tidal wave of UFO reports. Wasn't that the same time that uh, Alison Crowley supposedly like opened no, up portals? He was dead already. By oh, you mean uh, Jim Parsons? Jim Parsons, yeah. Uh, maybe. Joseph, can you look that up when Jim Parsons? I'm going to get into our next uh, memory hole. When Jim Parsons passed? No, when Jim Parsons allegedly opened the portal. Um, so I want to read some FBI, um, what's it called? Freedom of Information Act documents. This is about UFOs. A very serious situation that may develop at any time with regard to flying saucers. If one of those should be attacked, you the know attacking plane will almost certainly be destroyed. So here you go. Are you ready for this? Yes. When did Jim Parsons die? Uh, 1970 something. No. What? Remember what he died of? Uh, no, I don't. Why do you keep saying Answer? Jim Parsons? He's an actor. Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> like Jim Parsons from the Big Bang. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> like no relation, folks. Sorry. Sorry, Jim. I know you're a big <laughs> listener. <laughs> when did he die? Uh, I want to say 1952. 1946. Oh, okay. March 1946 is when Babylon working. Oh, he blew up. He blew himself yeah. up, right? Uh, March 1946 is when, uh, January to March 1946 was when Babylon working was supposedly being initiated and worked on. But he was held by John West Whiteside Parsons, was an American rocket engineer, chemist, and thalmite occultist. He died in June 17th, 1952. So just a month before. A month before all the UFO sightings in D.C. Mm-hmm. Mm. Illuminati confirmed. Interesting, interesting. If one of us goes missing or don't hear from uh, anybody. Illuminati confirmed. You know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because neither of us have that tendency to go missing for a week <laughs> or something like that. Um, we do not have the financial uh, yeah. resources to go missing for a week. Or and to do anything crazy. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's get back into this FBI uh, FOIA document. A very FOIA. serious situation may develop at any time with regard to flying saucers. This is an official FBI document that was released. If one of those should be attacked, the attacking plane will almost certainly be destroyed. In the public mind, this might create near panic and international suspicion though principal data concerning these craft is sorry folks this is very hard to read because it's, it's redacted and stuff is now at the hand i was i was wondering because i was like man this guy's reading like a you could just say redacted reader <laughs> well it's because it's like um like it's such an old document that the the text is fuzzy uh it's like bleeding a little too or yeah something. gotcha yeah. these craft is now at hand and must be offered no matter how fantastic and unintelligible it may soon it may soon to minds not previously instructed in thinking of this type and that's very confusing word sentence 
Uh, <laughs> I would have the principal data so. concerning these craft is now at hand. Oh, the principal data is now at hand and must be offered no matter how fantastic or unintelligible the data might be. So that's basically what they're saying. Mm. Uh, number one, part of the disc carry crews, others are under remote control. Oh, that's weird. So they're what they're saying is that the they the aliens they have in like the a, they ship have, don't fly it. Yeah, they have like one control ship that controls the different. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, drones. Yeah, like they have drones. Kind of like on uh, Independence Day, where he went and blew up the mothership and all the other ships. Yeah. Huh. What a coinky dink. Well, that happens in a lot of movies, to where they destroy the main mothership and yeah. everything else just everything kinda else kind of dies. Well, they. It's always turned out to be kind of like a hive mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's also an Ender's game. Like yeah. One that's right. Well, that's, that's what it, it reminded me of when they destroyed it and it, all the rest of them kind of just died. Yeah. Okay, here's number two. Their mission is peaceful. The visitors contemplate settling on this plane. Mm-hmm. Not planet, this plane. Fourth dimension. These visitors mm-hmm. are human-like, but much larger in size. So they look like humans, but they're much larger in size. So giants, so Nephilim. So let me get this straight: they're like humans, or they're humanoid. They're human-like. Okay, so they have they're like the same humanoids. features and everything like us. They're yeah. just maybe a little different. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are not excarnate Earth people. Can you look up what excarnate means? How do you spell it? E X C A R N A T E, but come from their own world. Oh, he said E X. Yeah. What does that mean? Excarnate. Uh, come on, buddy. I could just looked it up myself. It says we're gonna remo- need a new removal Jamie. of flesh, separation of soul from body. That's what I got too. Excarnation. Excarnate. What? Okay, hold on, folks. Excarnate, definition and meaning, Merriam-Webster. Yeah. It's Obsolete, uh, to deprive or strip of flesh. So what it means is they're not physical beings. Really? Oh, they're not not physical beings. Because it says they're not excarnate. Okay, so they are physical beings. Yeah. Okay. Well, why do they have to use such big <laughs> words? It's a confusing way of putting it. Yeah, why are they doing Oh, so they are not excarnate earth people. So what they're saying is they're not ghosts of people. Yeah, they're not they're not uh they're not spiritual beings or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but they come from their own world it says. They do not come from any planet as we use the word, mm-hmm. but from other It says other IO planet. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Io is a moon. Oh, planet which inner penetratos. Can you look at that up? Inner penetratos. It's a Jupiter moon. How do I- you know? Io. No, because what is inner? Tri- oh, inter trinipatos. Inter trinipatos. That's not even a word. Uh. Whatever, PJ will look it up. Interpenetratos with our own end. Intratapas? Na- <laughs> <Where's your> I <laughs> <laughs> enter. How do you spell, how do you spell it? it? 
Enter penetratos. Okay, that's didn't help. Penetrate mutually. Okay. Oh, that's interpenetrate. I don't know what <laughs> interpenetratos. It's it's maybe it's memory hole. Maybe it's an Italian word. Maybe. Or, or maybe it's maybe or maybe they spelled hold it on. wrong. Hold on, let me yeah. see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Google. What does interpenetratos mean? Interpret oats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's. Okay, the next oh. one is the bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize on entering the vibratory rate of our dimension. The vibration. It, it, the word is like kind of blurred out. Donac matter. So they vibrate to our frequency to get into our yeah. dimension. Remember when mm. we talked about. And this all has to do with the whole attack. On Washington no, no, no. D.C. This or is just related. This is just like a, a memory hold FBI document oh, okay, about okay. aliens. Mm-hmm. The bodies of the visitors in the craft. Oh, I already read that. The disc possess a type of radiant energy or a ray, which will easily disintegrate any attacking ship. They re-enter the authoric at will. I don't know what authoric is, and. Simply disappear from our vision without a trace. The region from which they come is not the astral plane, but Koros Pond to the Locus and Talas. Students of esoteric matters will understand these terms. Okay. They probably can be reached by radio, but probably can be by radar if the signal system can be devised for that. We give information and warning and do no more. Blah, 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 blah. Official FBI document. Wow. So remember how I said a while ago how I was like, well, maybe when, you know how they think UFOs move super fast Mm -hmm. and they disappear, maybe they're going to a different dimension. Maybe that's what they end up doing. And materializing back. Well, not so much then. It's that their drone just goes into back into their dimension of their plane mm. super quick. Yeah. Not so much that they shoot off. So it's almost like kind of like uh like one of those superheroes that actually like pops in and out of different dimension Th- that pop up in and out of different dimension like the mm-hmm. superhero that like they go through a little portal and they pop out on another side and, and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, it's another dimension, another dimension. I wish we had the rights to start playing that another dimension, another dimension. And going back to our usual memory holes of the Clintons. Oh, boy. You're going to get us suicided. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) if I want to talk about the Clintons. Their body count is pretty high. This is so eerie, it's chilling. An official that was set to testify against Hillary Clinton died. (laughs) This we knew. What we didn't know is how. They first had said it was a heart attack, then changed to a gym injury. And who knows what else? Now this is revealed. So basically what was revealed is that he was suffocated with a lifting bar. It's like a bench press. So Uh, he was working out, supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. And he died because of the weight of it was on his chest. No, it was on his throat. It was on his throat. He choked, crushed his uh, windpipe. Yes. Wow. His larynx. The laryngeal cartilage fractures while lifting the barbell on the bench. How much weight was he lifting, does it say? No, it doesn't. He of was 61, it by the way. 
It's still a good age to be working out or whatnot. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have, like, a, well, I don't know his, like, physical traits or anything. And let's yeah. hear about another memory hole from the Kens. Vince Foster was set to testify against the Clintons for Whitewater. What had brought down the Clintons? The day before the testimony, he committed suicide. His body was discovered at Fort Marcy Park, a short drive from the CIA headquarters, and the site reported to be a well-known CIA meeting place. He just killed person. two birds with one stone. Hey, let's go, let's go hang out. But bring this guy and let's just we gotta we gotta take boom him out. bang bing. You know, I was thinking, you know how Ublek, um, the material, how you like, you don't move it and it turns liquid, but then you hit it, put some force on it, it gets solid. You know like what? I'm what? About? Ublek. They call it Ublek or something like that. No. But anyways, you know what I'm talking about, Jacob? No. Ublek. I think that's what it's called. Ooblick or anyways, know. let's get into our next memory hole. Uh it's not really much of a memory hole, but it's just do you know how much money the Black Lives Matter raised? <laughs> a lot. Hundreds of millions. One hundred million dollars. Yeah. In addition to the thirty three million dollars given by George Soros through his Open Society Foundation. Yeah. How many mansions did that uh the Creator, I think she had like three. Yeah, that's just so. Like yeah, Ublick. <laughs> you put force on it, and it's a solid. But then, if you stop, it turns. It's it turns. Li- it's liquid. What? Oh, so, so that, that can literally make it look like you're walking on water. Yeah. So my, th- some I thought of was like how you know maybe someone put that into a munitions and shot it. And Killed JFK. That's why they never found the bullet because it turned liquid, like oopleck, <laughs> like oopleck, like oopleck. I it's pretty far fetched, but I was pretty. Uh, I was Dang. like, huh? You because never know. When you put force on it, it turns. It's hard, but then as it just relaxes, it just turns into a liquid. Yeah, it's like other parts of things that do that too. I have no idea. I'm not keeping oh. track of it. Okay. What, what time do you have on there? Uh, we're at two thousand one hundred seconds. So, uh, do you want to keep going with the memory holes, or do we want to wrap it up here? How many more do you have? It's only thirty-five minutes. More. Are you sure? Twenty-one hundred. Usually, we're at fifteen hundred. We're at an hour. Well, I put twenty-one hundred divided by sixteen. It gave me thirty-five. All right, let's just wrap it up here. Okay. I got a lot more, but well, let's uh, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Let's okay. do one pick more. A, pick a good one. Pick uh, a goodie. These next I ones, I'm not too sure. These are the ones I kind of like. Uh, so what he's saying is you hit the end of I the row the ones he actually dug into a little okay, bit. Okay. I, <laughs> I guess the very no, no, first one, one was probably the best one that I he had. I got another one. Okay. Okay. The Rockefeller Foundation funded MK Ultra experience at Allen Memorial Institute of McGill University. And this is a quote. This is from, by the way, this is from the Washington Post article. You can find it at the archive. The title of the article is 25 Years of Nightmares. Here's the excerpt. With funding from the CIA, the late Dr. D. Ewan Cameron did a series of mind control experiments on 53 people, including Harvey Weinstein's father, Louis, a prosperous Montreal businessman, 
all had come from the Allen Memorial Institute of McGill University in Montreal between 1957 and 1961 for treatment of various psychological ailments. Now, I'm not sure if it's the Harvey Weinstein we're all thinking of, but can y'all look up what Harvey Weinstein's dad named while I read the rest of this? Sure. To erase or de-pattern personality traits, Cameron gave his subjects mega doses of LSD, subjected them to drug-induced sleep therapy for up to 65 consecutive days, and applied electroshock therapy at 75 times the usual intensity. To shape new behavior, Cameron forced them to listen to repeated recorded messages for 16-hour intervals, a technique known as psychic driving. Cameron and the CIA were interested in brainwashing and the ability to redirect thought and action. The patients did not consent to the treatment and were told, were never told they were being used for research. During the war, Cameron was part of the International Committee, Committee of Scient Psychiatrists and Social Scientists who studied the origins and nature of Nazi culture. So what was the name of Harvey Weinstein's dad? Louis. Louis? What do you got, PJ? Oh, uh, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Harvey it, Weinstein's dad. His dad, from what this says, his dad's name was Max Weinstein. Okay, so it's a different... Harvey. No, so no relation. Let, let me get this straight real Wait, quick. So Louis Harvey Weinstein? What's his dad's? It's Louis. Louis. It says including Harvey Weinstein's father, Louis or Louis. Okay, no, his dad's name was uh, Max. So let me get. And this he was a diamond cutter. Let me, oh, his let me father get this. was in the diamond business. It was a diamond business. Let me get this straight, Jacob, real quick. They go in because they're having some kind of issue that they want to get seen by a doctor. Yes. But and then they end up being dosed with acid and having stayed up for sixty days straight. No sleep therapy therapy for oh. up to sixty five days. Okay, but then getting dosed with acid and having certain phrases repeated for up to sixteen hours straight. Yes, for sixteen hour intervals, uh, with a technique known as psychic driving. Wow. Cameron began the Allen Memorial Institute in 1943 with the help of a grant from the Rockefeller Foundation. You know what you don't hear a lot of anymore about the Rockefellers? Yeah. So you used to hear a lot driving. about them, and what were the other ones? Carnegie? No, no, no. Uh, the, like, you always hear about the Rockefellers. Rockefellers. What else we got here, boy? Yeah. The Rockefellers, <laughs> what else we got here? Rothschilds? The Rothschilds. You don't hear much about the Rothschilds anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's because they're getting too much attention, so they have to kind of shift it to different yeah. names. So now you hear nothing. It's just like different companies with conglomerates. It just shifts yeah. to a different name. And you, have, uh, you hear a lot about Soros now. Mm -hmm. You don't really hear a lot about those other ones. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say psychic driving, it says, was a psyche, uh, psychiatric procedure of the 1950s and 60s in which patients were subjected, like Jacob said, to a continuously repeated audio message on a loop tape to alter their behavior. Wow. And like we said, who was part of MKUltra again? We know Manson. Manson and... Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Who else was part of it that they decided, oh, these guys are actually under the mind control that we can actually do things with and went and did 
crazy shit. Who else? I don't know. That's the question. Oh, oh you're like, asking that. Who, who else don't we know about? Well, I mean, one of them could that they be had that complete control. They, that, that kid over there in Australia who shot all those people, supposedly. You mean like uh, sleeper cells or something? Yeah. I'm Didn't sure they get rid of, of all they, the guns after to all where that? They, to where they have that phrase in them yeah. and alter their state to where that's... It's a trigger word? Yeah. To where that's said, it like turns a, them on. Like a maturing candidate, basically. Yeah, to where it turns them on, and then they go about telling them what to do and how to Flip do it. Flip the switch and boom. Wasn't and that then, like in Salt? Angelina Jolie Salt? Uh, I'm not too sure. Well, there was a, a maturing spy. candidate with uh, Denzel Washington. And then that's mm-hmm. why when they get turned off, they're like, I don't know what happened. I blacked out. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, I'm a victim too. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no way. We don't care about your MK Ultra. These are all FBI <laughs> serial guns. <laughs> it's it's crazy. These all actually belong to all to the government. Well, it's kind of like in uh, what what happened in Miami? It's like, like a whole like a whole armory in Miami got robbed. Mm-hmm. A military armory? No, or a police a, a armory. police armory. Like all the guns just went like like a whole like. And I bet you didn't hear much about it. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh, a little bit kind of like Ruby Ridge, the incident where the FBI or the ATF or the FBI, I forgot who it is, uh, bought the sawn-off shotguns from the guy, but they <laughs> they weren't sawn off enough to make them illegal. Yeah. So they took it back to him, made them sawn off more, and <laughs> they went to arrest him. <laughs> like, that was a whole thing to kind of get into, arrest him yeah. from his separatist group. Yep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very very crazy. Isn't that entrapment? Uh, yeah, and they I I got to read into it a little more. I'm digging into it a little more, but they say that it wasn't obviously. But I got like the I'm gonna read over like the transcripts of the whole um, like where he met with the senators or whatnot. Yeah. Of well, what he it, said. don't you it, now that just brings up like a whole like far out uh conspiracy theory that the FBI is basically trying to come up with the narrative of right white supremacy and racism that it's like mm-hmm. uh coming into America to find out that most of the things that they have put out there have been FBI agents causing the ruckus. Yeah. And it's like the thing with the news and everything today is that most people are taking that first whoever reports it first as the truth and not yeah. following up on it anymore. You yeah. know, they're yeah. taking just the tip and not taking it fooled in. Yeah, not taking the whole thing. Yeah. Not taking the whole so, so it's like how many how many people would you know? They would know that Governor Whitmore had a plot of kidnapping against her, mm-hmm. but how many would know now that it was mostly the FBI who actually did it? And one regular guy that got screwed. Yeah, and <laughs> and has now been acquitted for it. Oh, he got acquitted. Yeah. Oh, good. For <laughs> because him. he well ba- now he's gonna go and suicide himself because uh, the jury saw that it was basically a majority of it was. FBI. FBI agents. Yeah. I heard he's going to get beat up by a ghost, dragged, handcuffed, and, and then yeah. shoot himself in the back of the head two <laughs> times. And now now you have the same FBI raiding a former president's home. <laughs> and that's where it, it, I kind of think to where you have these people who are a little wacko crazy. Yeah. But then it's the it's those kind of the FBI or the ATF or whatever that they take that and go to that extreme yeah. to where you see, you do a little research and everything. You see that it's mostly FBI doing these mm-hmm. 
extreme things on that end or, or doing things to get that kind of stuff yeah. done. It's like they are basically the ones who are causing those extreme uh, behaviors to events to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And behaviors. Yeah. Or well, like the Las Vegas thing, that shooting where yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy had what, two clips or something on him and it was like 3000 rounds that got <laughs> shot <laughs> <laughs> in the matter of so many minutes. Crazy. From different angles. Well, if you like that, uh, we have more of those kinds of conversations for you. Like, subscribe, leave a voice message. Whoever is the first one to leave a voice message. If uh, The first one to leave a voice message on this one, uh, I've got custom uh, stickers I'm going to be ordering. So. Oh, stick. And let us know what you if think you of all these memory holes. Like, yeah. say, Tell us what your theories are. Yeah, tell or us if you've got curious. one yourself. Or if something that we might have left out from some of these memory holes, what is what information do you have that we could share with others on our podcast? Yeah, some cool memory holes. Okay. I want to hear, oh, yeah, we, I was down there in the Bronx. People don't know that the, the FBI used to leave crates of guns out here in the Bronx <laughs> where people can over there and just pick them up, and we used to kill each other with them. And everybody used to be like, what the yeah. heck? Why is there a bunch of... Guns. Why is there a bunch of guns here? A box of guns. Yeah, we used to kill each other. We used to die. And now I'm over you here know, telling you about I, them. It's crazy, but I don't doubt that that happened. <laughs> like, the FBI it, would go and just drop a uh, box of guns somewhere where it's like violence has started to happen to push it. No, that did actually happen. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> they would drop a bunch of guns in like the inner cities, like... And people would be like, what the heck? Why is there just like a bunch of guns here? <laughs> bring and that then people would just get them and steal them and then just start bring, killing each other. Bring that uh, for next week. Okay. okay. Uh, if I remember. And Joseph, you said you had some too? Uh, or a different well, one? Well, Ruby Ridge. Okay. Yeah, a little bit more info about Ruby All Ridge. All right. So we'll bring some of those things for you next week on Far Out Dudes for another week and another Far Out Conversation. Hit us up next week.